are you playing? Hello, and welcome to What the Bleep Are You Playing? A podcast where we play a game many times bad and tell you why the bleep we played it. I am Split Slash Sean. This is Power Play Thomas and First Place Mason. And we played... Slash second. Velocity. <laughs> yeah, you, no. You pedantic. I know. <laughs> yeah, no, because, yeah, it's not split second, no, it's split slash second. You know, you gotta give it that, you gotta give the title that little extra visual flair. Uh, it might honestly be just so they could have copyrighted it. Yeah, probably. Probably. It was split slash second in America. But its original release over in Nor in, uh, not, in Europe, Norway, <laughs> no, only in, in Norway, in Europe was splish slash splish splash. I was taking back <laughs> splish. Sp- wow, split splish, slash second splish, velocity. Yeah, splish splash. I was taking a bath. <laughs> we are off to a great start today. Uh, fantastic podcasting as we are in immediately. <laughs> we're in the in in the midst of our trio of Disney games. Yeah, this is it's Disney Interactive. Te- technically a Disney game. We are very technically in the in a All right, so three Disney games. Where's the split second world in Kingdom Hearts Four? <laughs> yeah. So, because the story of this game is like it's a reality TV. Does it take place on Earth? Like it is on Earth, or is it like? I mean, I'd assume it's on Earth. It's very Earth environment. That's true. Unless there's some hidden lore of the game where it turns out it's like, no, this is Gaia. Oh, fuck. <laughs> this is a reality game on Mars. So, yeah. On a newly colonized I mean, there, Mars. There is an actual story to this game. It has a cliffhanger ending, even. Sorry, what? Yeah. Yeah, it has a cliffhanger ending. That's why the sequel was canceled. Well, it, the sequel was canceled, but it has a cliffhanger, yeah, for the, the sequel. But wow. Disney Interactive... Two, um, two split, two second. <laughs> Disney Interactive uh, shut down. Uh, BlackRock Studios is the company who made this game, uh, and they didn't get to make the sequel. So and the sequel doesn't get to come out because then Disney that's, Interactive also I mean, went belly up not that long after. Unfortunate. I mean, this game wasn't getting the sequel. It did not sell for shit. They were they were working on a sequel, and it was. Planned, and I think it was even announced. I think I read. Really? They were that confident in a game that they barely marketed. After, f- let me read from the internet here. After finishing episode if twelve, a cutscene is shown in which power plays in the city are activated by unknown perpetrators in construction, uh, in construction vehicles, uh, followed by a black screen reading "To be continued." However, it's the wrecking crew from Marvel. I, I mean, they... Basically, basically, if they'd kept BlackRock open, from what I read here, if, if, if I'm understanding here, if they had kept BlackRock open, they were moving on with a sequel. They were working on a sequel. But, basically, once this game came out, they were like, bye, BlackRock. And wow. uh, Disney Interactive, the, it's, there's an interview from Eurogamer here that says uh, that they were talking to a Disney uh, Interactive person who was like, uh, due to the... Or no, I guess maybe it's a BlackRock person, but they said due to the Disney's new management, the game was canceled in December 2010, despite attempts to fit with their new business model. 
Interesting. Yeah, because basically the whole ending is the power plates get activated, uh, the construction equipment comes up, and you hear the announcers say, like, you're from the old show, and To Be Continued happens. Oh, dun-dun-dun! So, this is definitely something... They, they were definitely trying to do a franchise. And BlackRock Studios was not unfamiliar to doing franchise games. No. But really, none of theirs were. They were their last two games when they became BlackRock Studio. Because at first they were uh, Climax Brighton and Climax Racing, uh, and then their last two games, Pure and ATV Racer, and then Split Slash Second. And if they before that they'd been doing a lot of like they jumped into franchises a lot, trying to like they made sequel late sequels. The last couple of ATV Off Road Furies. Uh, the MotoGP games, they did make a couple Hot Wheel games, and they also did the Italian Job tie-in game. Interesting. Oh, yeah, because you, you brought up they did... Only racing games. And Yeah, you brought up the, uh, the Star Trek Challenge game, which is a game that I played. Mm-hmm. So they, they, they clearly... on as a kid. They clearly had done franchises uh, on their own, but they were clearly with this new studio... Uh, being BlackRock Studio, relabeling, they were trying to create their own new franchise. First with Pure, which is kind of basically taking what they've done with ATV Off-Road Fury and making their own game with a new title and trying to make a franchise. And then this game, uh, which uh, is clearly trying to be like a huge burnout, new burnout type game. Uh, it's very, Need for Speed Burnout type franchise. It's very clearly trying to emulate that kind of arcade racer, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is a is a isn't a bad thing. At no, all. Oh, so. this game was fun. Let's it's very, say out there. This game is it's a it's a flawed fun game, which I think is uh, that that this game kind of fits into a category with a lot of different other games that we played where there 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 are flaws, but it's still a fun game. I think this is an inc- one of the better. Party racing games, which yeah. is kind of you know like it's, I put I put burnout in that same category. Like burnout is great when you're with the groups of people and you're playing, but you can also a little bit. That's one that's really easy to play by yourself. It is. This yeah. game feels almost like you know you had to play this with a group of friends. Like you had to be playing split screen. You had to be like uh, competing against each other. Yeah. Uh, and, and actually, the PSP version had four player uh, capabilities. So you could go up to four players playing, which sounds awesome. It does sound crazy. Yeah. That sounds... Yeah, my lord. Yeah. I mean, there, there's... This game's pretty sick. <laughs> it's very, very cool. Let's get that out of the way. The, the whole gimmick of the game is it's an arcade racer, like we said. But the thing that makes it different are these things. Hey, my name, title drop power plays instead of odd comparison you ever play cars 2 yes yes it's, i did i played that on the wii it's kind of like that where the more you drift the more you do stunts the more you draft that fills up a bar at the bottom of your car but instead of it being a boost you use it to activate power plays which are things that affect the environment mm-hmm most commonly, shit explodes. <laughs> yeah, but you mostly also... the, it's the, the the environment somehow breaks. Yeah, and helicopters drop cars. bombs. Helicopters, helicopters drop bombs. other vehicles on you. Boats are dropped. Planes are crashed. Uh, yeah, and but also new uh, pathways and shortcuts can be opened up. Yes, mm-hmm. and the racetrack itself can be different 
from lap to lap, depending on how you do things. And the thing that's interesting about about these power plays is, like, I think you brought it up either before we were, uh, like, while we were playing it, or maybe you brought it up just now. Uh, I kind of blanked out. But uh, you brought up at one point, at least, that uh, that they, that the power plays kind of acted like uh, the power-ups in, like, a Mario Kart game. Mm-hmm. And those, those, like, can hurt you if you're... If you're completely inept at playing Mario Kart, you can hit yourself with your own power-up. But in this, a lot of the times you will accidentally hit yourself with a power play. Yeah, which I personally... I don't know if you want strategy in a racing game, but I think it adds kind of a layer of strategy to it. Like, hmm, do I activate it or am I too close or am I too far? Kind of. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. And you, there's got to be like a perfect... Because if, mm-hmm. if you time it too early... You can often miss, and it doesn't really affect not, any of the other drivers. Or if you if you do it too late, you hit yourself. Not to mention your positioning in the race, as well as how much time or laps are left in the race. Yes. So you know, there's a, there's an, a mode called elimination mode where every basically 20 seconds, the last person in the car is eliminated until yes. you're down to it. And in that, you know, you you don't have as much of the luxury. Like you can try to time your power plays out. You know, you can hope to time when you have them, but like. If you have them at the end, you're hitting that button fast because you're like, I need something to happen here, and if I blow up, I blow up. Like, right. I, right. It, it's that that, but there's that that adrenaline rush that comes from that uh, that mode. Yeah. But also, even in the regular race mode, you know, if you're in the last lap, it doesn't matter where you're at. You're gonna be you're gonna be using that power play because you're absolutely. you're trying to uh, absolutely uh, get to that get to first, and you know. Positioning be damned if I... Uh, what's the difference between second and eighth? If you ain't first, you're last. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, and that's that's the whole thing with this game. If you're going to pick up this game, know the power plays, the destruction of the environment is the big gimmick of the whole thing. It is the big gimmick, and I think, it, I think it's executed really, really well here. I think it's... Like, it, it could have easily been... It could have easily felt very gimmicky, and... Not really that much different from like from power ups, but I think they're right, di- from they're, power ups and Mario. Right? Yeah, but I think they're I think they're distinctive enough to that this game has a lot of its at least presentation wise a lot of its own identity. Even if in a lot of other areas it did feel like a like a bunch like a lot of other racing games. Mm-hmm. At least for me personally, as someone who has played a lot of different racing games, like I was calling out uh, we were like when. Thomas and I were first playing this, we were, I was, well, yeah, per, me personally, we were, uh, mostly me, uh, but both of us, we were calling out, like, Flat Out, Burnout, Cruising, um... Need for Speed. Need for Speed, mm-hmm. um, the, the mobile game. Oh, uh, Asphalt. Asphalt, all of those, I was calling all of those out, because they, it does feel like all of those games, so in a, in a, in a way, it, it doesn't really have, like, its own... Like apart from the power plays, it doesn't really have its own identity, its mm-hmm. own its own distinctive features. But the but the power plays add so much to it that it feels that it does feel fresh. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say that's this is my game, and one of the reasons I picked it in such a heavy racing season is that there's no other racing game that plays like this. No, like say what you will, this is unique. Doesn't always mean good. No. I, I mean, I can say, yeah, Phantom Menace on PS1 was unique, but that doesn't Now available it. on the PS4 and the PS5. <laughs> oh. Kill me. Oh. I already downloaded it. Oh. And I was of course you it. did, you fucking lunatic. <laughs> oh, but, why? Uh, why? But yeah, sure, that's... 
that's unique in the, some things that I've tried to Let's I go. swear to Christ. <laughs> but at the end of the day, unique doesn't always mean good. I'm mm-hmm. not going to play Phantom S on PS1 just because, ooh, it's different. But, uh, meanwhile, something it's quirky. Like, meanwhile, something like this split second, it is its own thing. It's mm-hmm. so very unique. Mm-hmm. It it is very unique. Uh, that that being said, it's not without its flaws. No. Um, the big the biggest one for me is that the the drift the way that the like the drifting works in this game is very it's it's very weird and it's very it's a, it was a little difficult to uh, get used to because. Like when you're when you're driving like normally, and you're not and you and you never tap the like when you go into a turn you barely have to tap the brakes before you go sliding. But mm-hmm. before you do that, when you're just driving around, it feels like you're like vacuumed, sealed to the ground. Like you're very it's very tight and controlled, and it feels almost like a go kart. But then the instant you te- you barely press the brakes, you're slipping and sliding all over the place, and it's 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 not a bad thing. It was certainly some. Uh, it, it was certainly something that I wasn't used to. When I well, when I, it's <laughs> it was interesting because I, because Thomas had had me play the tutorial before um, before we went into multiplayer, and I started and I went through the tutorial and I was like, okay, I think I've got a I've got a pretty good idea of what's going on. Then we went into an actual race, and it felt like I had forgotten absolutely everything <laughs> because of everything that was going on. I'd completely forgotten about how to drive, but yeah, it was it it, it was it was a learning curve. And it is, it is, it's not a bad thing, it was just a different thing I, than what I'm used to. So I think, and I agree, I agree with you, it is a little bit of a different feel uh, on the drifting, a lot of it, and, you know, I'm not, as the aforementioned episode is, I don't, I don't like to break. Uh, you don't. I don't like to break. Which is not smart. Not smart, I, stood, I, I almost won a couple of races, it was a while, good, it was all fine. I, I mean, I guess you could, you could, you could feasibly, I but, guess, get away with br- not breaking in this, because if you turn hard enough, you drift. I think why they made that feeling of almost on ice as you were going around turns and sliding is as the explosions are happening behind and front, there is a cinematic feel to it as you there are leaving from feel. the explosions. And there were multiple times I'd be swerving around something and going back and forth as things are blowing up around me. And you know what? That was cool. That was very cool. It, and I think that's kind of the element of why they incorporated that feeling. It's kind of one of those things like, yes, I, I kind of agree with Mason. I think the drifting is a bit too wibbly-wobbly. Mm-hmm. But there's some moments that you just can't repeat. Like, when you activate a shortcut, you drift into it, barely scraping the walls, and like, the shortcut closes behind you, kills a couple cars, and then you just straighten out and just zoom. That feels good. It does feel good. Or you are, are driving along, you activate something, it explodes, it falls down on all the cars, you drive over the top of it, and it says you're in first place. For it. And it is... That is very rewarding. The, 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 the most satisfying moment for me is we were playing in a, uh, an elimination race, and I think it was me and Sean, uh, I mm-hmm. think if I remember, and I was like, I, I think I was in first when this happened, and like three different power plays all happened in like the same area at the same time, and I had to weave in between them, and it was so chaotic and ridiculous, I thought, I thought... I don't know how I survived that part. Mason and I were in a pretty epic emulation, elimination one. <laughs> Words are hard today. Uh, elimination one where we, uh, where it was down to the kind of the end. It was us and an AI it, at it the end. It was neck and neck. Neck and neck, three of us. And it was, both of us ended up tripping up 
me, I went first, and then Mason right after me, both of us by crashing, but it was yeah. so intense going into it. And that's kind of this game gives a lot of that that fun. Kind of when we played uh, uh, Racer's Revenge last year, that's, there's yeah, a lot of there's a lot of elements that I think this game takes. For, that I, I doubt they sat down and said we're going to use Racer Revenge. I doubt it was an imprint, but there is a very similar gameplay to it, but because of graphic capability and the games that had come afterwards, I think they were able to kind of take that concept of stress on your engine, stress on things, oh, boom, things are exploding around you. Yes. There's also the... There's also just the inherent fact that, hey, plug for another episode of Batmobile tiers list. I brought up in that that I don't really like hover cars. Mm-hmm. So there is something gratifying about just being in an actual car on the ground and you're drifting like a motherfucker. Yes. Things are exploding around you as you're yes. like, oh, God, it, God has forsaken me today. <laughs> and then you weave through all of it and it's like, nope, I'm his favorite child. <laughs> it is It is really funny when, like, when, like, you can see, like, like there's a... Like a boat or something that's that's crashing through, and you can see that you're gonna crash from a mile away, and you're like, "There's nothing I can do." You just kind of, you just kind of there, like, "I have to accept my fate." Yeah, Star Wars, your Ben Kenobi, just. <laughs> there's also in the same vein. There's when you're behind and you watch some big, crazy thing happen in front of you and take out so many cars, and you're like. Well, that worked out great. Thank you, God. <laughs> it's like, man, that worked out great for me. Like you, you like watch a, a boat come sliding across the track and knock out like five cars, and you're like, neat. That's always. That's and then al- you just turn right and keep going. That's always a great because like, so when you when you're like within range of a power play, a little blue icon. Uh, appears over the cars. It's always a great feeling when like that happens up above like five cars, and you're able to hit it and get them all out at the same time. That's a great feeling. Yeah, uh, so it's a it's a less great feeling when it happens to you, but something that I was definitely felt like this game kind of needed for kind of that party gameplay was like an an announcer of some form. Yes, you know. Yeah, it's you know Thomas said while we're playing it was basically like a Halo announcer you know going you know if you got someone double wreck triple wreck yeah you know yeah rectacular yeah things like that catastrophe there there are so many things rectilian you know but also the it just kind of drops you into the game like you just kind of find yourself when you start a race dropped into it. it there's no countdown there's no there nothing. was really no, no there's like a quick animation go. of both of your cars and then you just go there's just some fun little presentation things they could have done i don't need like full movies and long lead up but like just a little more presentation and announcer i think could have enhanced some of the experience a little bit no i want a full cinematic like monsters inc style of all the racers slow walking towards their cars <laughs> that would get annoying fast uh, <laughs> maybe fun after the first one uh but I, I think presentation-wise, the game, the menus all were really good. Like, yes. looks good. Uh, you, you don't have a ton of car selection, but you do have a decent amount. I, I also didn't unlock mm-hmm. all of them because I was the one who played the single-player mode. I was in charge of unlocking shit. Mm-hmm. Single-player mode started kicking my ass. I'm sorry. <laughs> the thing that the, the single-player mode started killing me. <laughs> the thing that I like about the the, the cars uh, in this game, and I brought it up to these guys already, but for the. For the one other person out there that cares about stuff like this, I'm pandering to you. So the thing, the thing that I like about this game and uh, the Burnout games is that the cars. So the cars that they use in this game, they're not real cars. A little bit disappointing for me because I prefer games that use actual that use real cars because I'm a car guy. 
but the thing that but the thing that's neat about uh, games like this is when you see the when you see cars like these and you are a car guy, you can kind of you can pick out little design details in the cars that you can tell if you're like me that you can tell they took from other cars. Like there was there was one. It's called like the Co Cobra something. It wasn't just it wasn't just Cobra. It was like Cobra Cobra Ready or something like that. And you can you can tell like in the front it's very it, it's very Mustang looks a lot like a Mustang and then you look around from the back and it's like oh it looks more it looks more like a like a Tesla Roadster or a Lotus from the back uh, very really really cool things like that like the there's one called like the Mohawk that is very Challenger uh, Challenger heavy uh, there was another one that was like the one that I used a lot looked a lot like uh, like a Porsche. Not like a 911, but more like a Porsche Cayman or a Boxster, like one of the one of the low, like sort of lower end Porsches. Uh, a lot of stuff like that is really is really cool for me to like be like, oh hey, I rec I kind of recognize that car, right. even even though they're not real. Right. I, that comes from like for me, I am not a car guy, so these could have honestly been real cars. You could have told me these were real cars and I would have believed it. <laughs> That's how little I know about cars. No, yeah, I actually came in my Mohawk today. You should have seen it. It's great. Wow. Uh, but yeah, and I think that's all into the presentation there. It looks good. It, it's it, good menus. They could have done a little more in the actual races, but also, like, it the graphics I, are good. Like, the graphics are, look yes. good and everything looks fine. Like, right. that's... I do agree that I agree with like the announcer, but visual wise, I'm like it's already such a busy game. Mm -hmm. It is a very busy game. I think that the only thing that I could say visually that I don't like is that apart from the cars, this is more of like an environment thing. The color palette was a little bit muted. It wasn't as colorful as I would have liked it to be. I mean, Mason yeah, brings up it's... the color palette. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, but that's also the whole thing's being blown the fuck up. That's yeah, true. So, a lot of it. That's I, true. I would have. The only thing I think presentation-wise that also I would like, I, I kind of would have liked like a health bar or something on it that you kind of yes. would have known yes. how close your car is because there were times where I'm like, why did I just blow up? And it's probably because there's a, a hidden health bar on my car that is like your 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 car is on fumes here. That's, yeah, dying. that's what I brought up is that it does kind of feel like yeah. there's something like that, and I think it but definitely would have benefited. That's from, a like, small actual... nitpick. Like yeah, I'm not gonna be yeah, like, yeah. no, you shouldn't play this game because it doesn't. No, it's just I think something that would have helped. Numbers are good in my mind. I like numbers. They help. That's fair. But I, I really did like the presentation of this game. I liked the look of this game. Yeah, it's very, it's very good. But uh, uh, what did you guys think of the controls? Uh, so uh, as I, as I mentioned before, it did take a little bit of time to like get to grips with them. It's it, it plays very different from like any, from any other uh, racing game that I've ever played personally. Um, but once. Once you got to, uh, once you get kind of get to grips with it, it's it's. I I kind of got the feeling that like this this game, doesn't really rely that much on like actual driving skill. Mm -hmm. I feel like anybody who isn't really that good at racing games can pick this up mm -hmm. and be fairly decent at it. Which I saw with watching you guys play. Like you were like it's it's not like you were like, like professional racing game players. Or anything, but it was, you were certainly a lot better at playing this game than you were like Forza. That might have been one of the biggest backhanded compliments I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, Anyone can pick it up. Yeah. Even Sean can play this game. Yeah, even babies can pick it up, and one level below that, these fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, there's rocks, but there's yeah. whale poo, and then there's you. It is it is very easy to play. Very simple controls. Go stop like that's you know. <laughs> you, yeah, there's very simple controls, but also I feel like uh, there are times where the racing games where you know the the joystick everything you you can feel almost like you're not really controlling it well. You felt like every move worked with the car. Like, if I yes. move over, I'm not going far over. I'm not going... It was well... Everything felt balanced. It, it is very... It's very. It's finely tuned. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've got pretty good controls. I mean, they're basic, but basic isn't a bad thing. Basic, basic yes. is not basic, a bad thing. Basic especially in a racing game. Basic, good. Especially in a racing game like this, with a lot going on outside mm-hmm. of that. Yeah, the controls being simple is a good thing. And like, if I, it, did, like, I didn't need, God forbid, it was like, hey, you want to do this in manual? Oh my god. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> having, to, having to do manual gear changes in this game would have been hell. Yeah. Having to go between that and doing the power plays and, that's and ex- everything else. And that's god, exactly that would, it. Like, it that would be It's not needed. Hell. The absurd amount of detail that goes into, say, Forza. That works in Forza because it's just racing. Yes. Like, you're just racing, you're mm-hmm. just doing these things. If all of a sudden there was a tactical carpet bombing in Forza that you had to avoid, <laughs> it wouldn't exactly be the right controls for that. No, no. There, there's kind of an element that this feels a bit, like, this entire game feels like a, would be a level in a James Bond game. Yeah. Like, there's there's a, this feeling of, like, it, it feels like, I know the story is not like you're a super spy, but it feels like you're running away. Like this feels like it would have been like out of you've spy just under. taken out the bad guy's base and you're trying to escape and everything's blowing up. I see. I don't know that this game feels a little bit too out of control for like a spy setting. I think. I think everything that every in like a spy chase, everything that happens is so like controlled that it that. Uh, this doesn't. This this feels this feels more Fast and Furious than James Bond. Personally, uh, part of me agrees, but also my brother in Christ, have you played Spy Hunter? Yeah, that I literally Fair was about way. to be like, have you played Spy Hunter? Mason? I haven't played Spy Hunter personally, uh, but I'm, I was thinking about James Bond. So I mean, that's fair. I mean, I feel like this would be something where like Bond has, you know, he's escaping from the bad guys and he has gadgets that yeah. is tied into the environment, so he presses a button and a. A cargo container drops on them, or something like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But also, it feels like Fast and Furious. I made the joke: this is the best Fast and Furious game ever made. Yeah, <laughs> because there's one of my favorite things. The thing that when I first played this game made me fall in love with it was, like you said, you can do power plays that change the entire uh, track. I did that in the first lap for the airport. So I did mm-hmm. that, and this big tower crashed, and it changed the entire thing. That now we have to go on the airplane runway. So the next time I get around, imagine my face when I'm on the airplane runway. I look up, and planes are crashing towards <laughs> me, and I'm like, "Oh, merciful <laughs> Jesus!" It is. They hit the pentacar. <laughs> it is very, oh, oh. very, very fast and furious, which is the best compliment we can give this yes. game. Like it is. Yes, absolutely. It it just need you know Vin Diesel on the front of the cover and boom you've got a Fast and Furious game. And you know if you think about it, this game follows the Fast and Furious rule of if you're in the car you're indestructible better than the Fast and Furious movies do sometimes. This <laughs> is true. <laughs> uh, Especially yeah. the the later ones. But yeah, and again, you know, not just to simplicity of controls, but simplicity of game modes. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it's got your basic kind of arcade-type game modes. You have your race, 
you have your elimination, and you have survival, which is the most arcade racing thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, elimination it's, is yeah. elimination is what I think we got the most kick out of. Probably, yeah, probably. That was really fun. Mode. It is very, very fun. Yeah, and I mean, it's exactly what it sounds like. You're racing. There's a countdown. Don't be in last place when it hits zero. Yeah. And then survival is like uh, you're, there's trucks that are yeah, throwing right. bombs at you, and you yeah. have to you have to. I them. I didn't really enjoy that personally, but that's just a me thing. It's, it, it's, it's Donkey Kong, but in a car. <laughs> Donkey Kong. It's it's cool. It's okay. It's not Donkey Carga. <laughs> DC. Donkey, Donkey car. car. No, the car would still be paid spelled with a K. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. It would. Yeah, DK, Donkey, Car. Oh no, it's gas mileage. He's the leader of the... (laughs) Goodness gracious. But yeah, this is is a pretty fun game, Thomas. I'm glad to be introduced to it. Uh, I'm glad to have played it. I I think it is is probably one of the... You know, we say this a bunch, but I think this is kind of at the heart of what a lot of video games that I really love and enjoy are in a lot of ways. Games that you can just sit around with friends and play. Yes. And this fe- this there, really feels this, like it. This is one of those games I've been wanting to do for a while. When we first made this damn podcast, I was like, I want to do split second. Sean's like, what the fuck? What's, what's, what's a, a split second? What's a split slash second? <laughs> <laughs> I only know milliseconds. But yeah, it, it, it is absolutely... It is absolutely a fun time. And, it's a blast. And worth it. And it's, it's, you know, if you've got your PS3, Xbox 360, PSP... You can you can get it pretty easily. It's like it is also bucks. available on Steam, from what I understand. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, it's huh. available on Steam. It's twenty bucks. I hear it's a pretty good version. Uh, and there are ways, obviously, to set up. Uh, you know, it do- while it does not have like built-in online mode, there are ways to set up online multiplayer using oh, that's it, cool. like you yeah. can with anything on Steam. So yeah. it does it does have kind of a small you know cult following community uh, online that worship at the altar of split slash second. Wow. You can make a cult out of anything these yes, days. Yes, everything can be a cult. Anything can be a cult. <laughs> but don't just... pay attention to your parents' kids. I'm kidding. For let's please not. God. Let's for please not do that. God, I'm kidding. As soon as we start buying an island, I'm out of here. The opinions of Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> Hence the kidding part. Jesus. Oh God. All right. On this podcast, we like to ask two important questions of every game that we play. The first is. How does it hold up? It holds up good, I think. I not, think very well. Not, I don't think it holds up like great, but I think it holds up good. It's, it's well. It's not like I don't think it's like a, a masterpiece in holding up, but I think it holds up. It holds up well. I, I, I can't think. I can't think of uh, here's here, here's here's how I'll answer it. I can't think of anything that it does that has aged horribly, but I can't think of anything that it's done that has aged great either. It's just kind of in the middle for me. Uh, for me. Again, it, I think it holds up really well, if only for the fact that, again, there's just no other game like this. Mm-hmm. That's very like, true. If that, you want to play Split Second, you can only play Split Second. There's no other game like this. That's, that's kind of true. why, again, I say it holds up well because it's the same sort of thing. Like, And I think if it had had a big financial success, if whether that's better marketing or just people found it quicker, uh, I think that we would have had a lot of games that tried to copy this sort of gameplay uh, and this sort of hectic craziness, especially at the time as the fast chise was 
becoming an th- actual thing. Yeah. Right. Remember, you know, this was one year before Fast Five. Yeah. So like mm. the, the the this this kind of unfortunately maybe missed out on an opportunity of a lot of games to be like that. So I think it holds up really well overall. Mm. It just unfortunately it didn't have the cultural impact that you know right. it really could have. Unlike a lot of other type of racing games. Yeah. Would you like to see a remake or a reimagining of this game in a modern setting? Thomas, you go first. Yeah. I mean, if only because, again, there's just... I want to be able to play this on PS4, PS5, shit like that. I want to be able to play this on Xbox Series X or whatever. I I would like it. If anything else, a re-release. Mm-hmm. Just something. And if, I know it's a very cheap game. Like, it's not expensive at all. But at the same time, not everybody has a PS3, Xbox 360 to fucking play it. Yeah. And I mean, it's on Steam, but again, not everyone has a PC, uh, gaming PC. So, so here's my... It, it, I have kind of an out-there answer to this. Um, so something I, I was thinking while I was playing this, and something I haven't actually brought up until now, is that while I was playing, I kept thinking to myself... How would this game feel with a steering wheel? I want to see an arcade cabinet of this game. I think an arcade, an actual like arcade version of this game would go so hard. And if not that, I would just be able to, like Thomas said, be able to play it on newer consoles just so I could play it with a, with a steering wheel controller. I think that would, that would be really cool. And it would, I think it would also fix a lot of the control problems that I have with about, like, drifting at the wrong times or like drifting for too long or not enough it would fix a lot of those problems because i would you'd be in more more control doing it that way yeah so i agree an arcade cabinet would be really rad uh i i would like to see this re you know reimagined or re-released you know hd remake whatever you want to do on that i don't necessarily want a, a remake Albeit I would take a remake, but it's not necessarily what I'm, I'm clamoring for. Uh, mm. I don't honestly, it still graphically holds mm. up pretty well. It does. My, my thing, though, is if you are, are, are bringing it... Oop, if you're bringing this back out or bringing this franchise back, split screen has to stay in. Yes. We can't just go online only. Yeah. It no. can't just be that. You the, 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 the thing that makes this game is, is being able to play screen, with yes. friends, close friends, in proximity, yes. and having that aspect to it. Yeah, online mode would be great. Having online would be fun. But being able to Don't play with friends, it the split screen. So that's where I was split like, uh, where I want more of like a, 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 why I say more of a, either a remaster or like an HD re-release type of thing like that, where you can still play it, you know, with, with friends on the couch. A, uh, split is in like, the name. Give yeah. it split screen. <laughs> we want split slash screen on a split slash second. We don't want to make it online slash second. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but that would be the, the major thing. Because again, this, this is... We've played a lot of party games that I say are fun party games. This is one of the best just party games we've played. Like, just sit down and play with your friends. I I think very comparable in that aspect to uh, our first season when we played Flat Out. Yeah. That was a lot of fun, especially when sitting down with friends. Albeit that had a lot more goofy game modes that made it more of a party game. That's true. But there are, you know, Elimination is just so much fun. I probably would rather sit down and play Elimination in this game than sit down and play Mario Kart with a lot of friends. Like, that's... That's kind of the fun that I have with it. Uh, it, it, just, it was really fun, and I would like to keep playing. I'd love to be able to play with like six, seven, eight people. You know, you know, you're playing with all the, you know, all the split screen type of thing, like uh, you can in Mario Kart. So, mm-hmm. but uh, that's that's what I would say. Release it. Let us play a lot of controllers. Let us have 
fun things like this because this game is a lot of fun and I think people would enjoy playing it if they on their couch. Absolutely. Yeah. That's split second or split slash second. What do you guys think? Did you like it? Have you played it? Are you interested in it? Let us know what you think about it. Let us know about split slash second. Mason liked it. I liked it. Are you just it. always going to call it split slash second? I am going to call it. I'm trying to think of as many ways as I can say split slash second <laughs> on it. And there you go. I just gave you another one. Exactly. Mason, there you go. But let us know what you think. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, send us an email, bleepyouplaying at gmail.com. That's bleepyouplaying at gmail.com. And if you're interested in other of, others of our shows, things like, you know, what the bleep are you watching? How the bleep you do it? Or bleep your tears? We have a Patreon, patreon.com slash whatthebleep. If you'd like to tell us to play a game or watch a film or, I guess... Tier a list. Tier a list. Uh, you can subscribe to our Super Bleephead tier, which is uh, $15 a month over there on Patreon.com slash WhatTheBleep. Uh, and you can let us tell us to play something, and, and we'll do it as long as it doesn't break the bank. Thank you all for listening. And uh, as I said before, this is the second of three Disney games. Yeah, buddy. Burn it.